Song Talk Radio. Welcome to Song Talk Radio, the show with songwriters talking to other songwriters about the craft of songwriting. Songwriting. We share tips, tools, and techniques, and together we all become better at writing songs. I'm your host, with uh, Neil Modi, and with me in real life, Mr. Phil Emery. How's it going? Live and in person. In person. You're much you more 3D. In, in, yeah, in yeah, life, you know? yeah, yeah. It's nice, nice to be on a two-dimensional screen. Until they invent three-dimensional screens, we have That's to true. we have to do this in life. It's true. Very <laughs> well, excited to be here, Neil. Yeah. Great to see you. Home. Great to see you. So Phil's in uh, Toronto right. for the time being. Mm-hmm. Before going back out to our uh, St. John's office. The St. John's office, yes. the Song Talk Radio, St. John's office. Okay, Indeed. and in in the meantime, please send your comments and questions to at Song Talk Radio on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. Feedback at songtalk.ca, and we'll share your thoughts on the show. And please visit songtalk.ca to see the show post for this episode, to find links to resources we mentioned, and to download lyric and chord sheets to follow along with the songs we feature. We're going to have some good stuff for you guys tonight. Um, and just uh, once again, we are inviting our listeners to participate in our songwriting challenge for 2023, which is to write a song in a mode that you're uh, not familiar with or an unusual mode, however you choose to interpret that. And uh, you can send your songs to uh, feedback at songtalk.ca. Just email them over, an MP3, a lyric sheet, uh, if you like the chords, um, and a little paragraph about your songwriting process and what you went through to develop the song. And Are people able to um, have more than one mode in the song? So it doesn't have to all be in one mode, right? No, certainly not. They 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 can it can you can interchange modes. You can borrow from different time signatures or mm. key signatures rather, <laughs> and um, you can you can switch modes for sure. That that's, that's always a good thing. And if if you refer to our um our episode with Jeff Allen Greenway, we do talk about you know terms uh, modes in terms of brightness and darkness. So if you do mm. want one section of your song to sound brighter oh, or darker yeah. than another, then it's a good option to switch to a darker or lighter mode. That's a great idea, right? So absolutely, you can you can switch modes um, uh, in a song. Cool. All righty. So tonight um, we're doing a special theme show. Uh, tonight we're going to be talking about songs in odd time signatures, i.e., not four four. No. <laughs> Which is most of pop is four four. Most pop, country, electronic, whatever <laughs> songs, rock songs, um, four 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 is the way to go. It's our default sort of time signature. But um, I want to start this show by just. Uh, Explaining how time signatures work, because I think yes. some people uh, have a bit of a misunderstanding, because when you see 4-4, four, four, you think 4 over 4 from, you know, high school math class, and you think that uh, it's a fraction, but it's not a fraction. It's actually 4. That's true. Yeah, It's, it's actually 4-4. Four, four. It's not 4. It's not 4 over 4, which would equal 1 in math, which doesn't really mean anything. In That's true. <laughs> Right. So when you when you see four four, that means that there are four beats. And what kind of beats are they? The the four on the bottom refers to the fact that they're quarter notes. So there's four quarter notes. Yeah. If you see three four, that means there are three quarter notes in, in each bar, in yes. each measure. Um if you see, you know, three eight, then that means that there are three eighth notes in every bar. One, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three, one, yeah. two, three, right? So it, it the, the so the bottom the bottom number is never um is never three or it's never seven or it's never nine or something like that. And usually it's either two, four, eight. Oh right, right. Right? Because because the bottom number denotes the 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 type of note that 
at the top you know, right. refers to. So it's either half notes or it's quarter notes or it's eighth notes. So people who are just starting out, so like a, a whole note, Yes. If you're going in four, four, which is one, two, three, four. Yeah. It'd be one, two, three, four, two, two, three, four. Yes. And a half note would just be two no two beats. So yeah. one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four. Right. And then a quarter would be one, two, three, four, two, two, three, four. Yeah. And an eighth would be one, two, three, it would be four, one, two, and so Yeah, one and two yeah. and three and four and yeah. And then there's like, so there's really like 60, like five sixteenths on the bottom. Uh, I've, I've never seen it. I guess technically it's possible. Mm. Um, that would be really weird because that, because 16th notes, I mean, it, it, it gets funny because sometimes you see three, four, and sometimes you see three, eight, and they could, depending on the tempo, right. like a fast three, four may feel like a three, eight. Um, and, yes, yes, and you know, a slow three eight might feel like a three four. My phone is going off. Yeah. So we we might edit this out. Yeah, <laughs> or may not. This is all. This is how, this is how the sausage is made. This people. is this is all. This is exactly how the sausage is made. Phones on silent. Okie dokie. Definitely not vodka. Yeah. So. So today we're, we're going to be talking about songs and on time signatures. So there, there are going to be things that where the the top number uh, tends to be odd: three, seven, five, mm -hmm. nine. Um, although we are going to start with one song that's in six eight time because six eight time is is kind of the second default for most um, yeah, singer true. songwriters and and most most genres. If you're not in four four, then you're six eight. You've probably written a song in six eight in your lifetime and not even thought it was six eight. It just kind of feels right. um like a certain way and 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 that's and that's it, right? Um but uh one of the things that I want to illustrate right off the top with with the first two songs is the difference between six eight and three four. Because when you look at six eight notes it's the same number of beats as three four. It's the same number of beats as three quarter notes. Yeah, I guess it's right. True. So you'd think that six eight and three four are the same, but it's it's a question of where you put the emphasis, and right. and, and and where you put the emphasis is going to matter in a lot of these more complex um, time signatures. That's true because with two with four four, it's usually one two three four one two three four. Yeah. So you'll notice that or like the snare. In a rock song, usually on two and four, one, two, two three, four. four. Yeah, one, with, with, two, yeah, with the backbeat, it's more on the yeah. two and the four, right? Yeah. Um, with with three, four, traditionally, and three, four is a waltz. Right. So the emphasis is actually on the two and one. three. So, well, it could be on the one. It could be one, one two, two, three, three, one, two, three, three, one, three, two, three, four, two, three. Is there a way of notating where you're supposed to put the stresses on? I you can uh, and in sheet music you can put the little um greater than sign the little right oh, okay. right facing arrow which 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 does um denote an accent but if if everything's accented then nothing is accented you know what I mean right, like it's right. the accent the accent marker is supposed to be for really special accents so right. I think um I think you know if you if 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 your sheet music denotes three four with a waltz feel, then you know it's going to be one two three two two three three two three four two three right. kind of thing. Whereas six eight, um, the emphasis is on the one and the four, so it's like one two three four five six one two three four five six. Bum right. bum 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 bum. 
Bum, 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 bum. That's six eight. And that and that's six eight. So it's a very different division of, of right. stresses. So whereas three, four would be one, two, three, two, two, three, one, two, three. Yeah. Okay. Right. So um okay, so without further ado, and then we'll we'll, we'll talk about the more complex time signatures um when we when we get to them. Okay, uh, so the first song uh, that we have queued up is um, I Go to Sleep by The Pretenders. Oh, right. And uh, this song um, uh, is in 6-8 time and uh, sounds a little something like this. You notice in the chorus, even that that sort of synthy chime thing. Um, yeah, dun, 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 they dun, put the they put that melody emphasized on the four. Right. And and even five, even her song melodies, they're all right, right, right. So it all it all. I mean, that one very much um, is obviously six eight and feels like it all the way through. All and all the way through. There's no there's no changes um, um, in that because because that's the other thing that some some of the more complex songs we're going to talk about tonight is that they change mid song. Right. And right. sometimes even every measure they change and and it becomes um, harder to figure out. It becomes harder to figure out. But I mean, what 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 it really does is it introduces tension into the song. Right, 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 right. So, we'll, but we'll get to that. So, okay. So, the next one up is uh, XTC uh, wrapped in gray. So, this song is in three four. It's not a six eight, and and you can feel the the, the difference in the emphasis because it is very much. I mean, it's it's an XTC song, so it's kind of a pop song, but it's it's still it's still got a bit of a waltz feel. The bum, right, right. Three, one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three. Okay, so this is wrapped in gray by XTC. Tambourines on two and three. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, yeah. I only have the, the XTC Greatest Hits, the, the yeah. CD thing. But yeah, it's a beautiful, beautiful ballad. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, yeah, and definitely, definitely 3-4. So yeah, yeah, definitely. Two, three, two, two, three. Yeah. With the, with the quarter note getting the count, really. So it's yeah. One, two, three. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Okay. So now we're going to move on to slightly more complex <laughs> time signatures. And perhaps the most famous song um in five four time uh dave brubeck's uh oh, take yes. five and um and, and you 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 mentioned dave brubeck a couple times on on the podcast before phil um and how you really you really dug his his uh what was this album called uh, in, uh in time yeah in time and and a lot of the other songs on that album were not very listenable yeah i must admit dave brubeck is a little bit like Frank Zappa for me. I like the idea of him more than I like a lot of his music. <laughs> but I appreciate how wonderful it is. And he has some wonderful songs, but the ones that aren't hits, you go, that's not a hit. Yeah. And that's okay. But yeah. but this song is a hit. I mean, it's one of his most famous songs. It's yeah, um, sure. you know, been played by millions of people. Um, and and I think the reason this song works is that it, it's got a really, really strong melody. The saxophone line yes. in this thing is a really catchy, singable melody. And it grooves. And it, 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 like it grows? It grooves. There's it grooves. Oh, groove grooves. To it. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. And that can be a challenge when you are exploring um, different time signatures is if you think, okay, I'm going to write a song in 6-8, and then you try to write a song in 6-8, that's one process. And then there's another process if you're playing something. And then you go, oh, wow, this happens to be in 6-8. Mm -hmm. So um, when you're doing the Stranger time signatures, it still needs to work as a piece of music. And that can be tough. But this one definitely does. Yeah, yeah. He actually wrote this song so his drummer could have a solo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is one of the most uh, famous drum solos. Oh, yeah, it's a great drum solo. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's, um, and of course, five, four would be one, two, three, four, five, one, two, three, four, five, one, two, three, four, five, one, two. So it's, it's um, so the quarter note gets the beat. Yeah. Um, so it kind of gives it, it can give it a bit of a rushing feel. Yeah. It, it, it yeah, definitely gives a sort of, it, it, it's it's like the expectations um, broken every single yes, time, yeah. right? And you expect it to the next beat to not fall there. Um, so it, it does sort of have a move forward, yeah, um, kind of momentum um, to it, uh, especially in this in this context. Um, Some people will count this as one, two, three. One two, one two, three, one two. Yeah, and and that's however that works. Well, and and that and that's and that's what we that's what I was talking about before about emphasis, right? Because as soon as you get to five and up, 
<laughs> with, yeah. the, with the exception of maybe six, eight, um, five, seven, nine, thirteen, whatever. Um, those time, those time signatures. A lot of the time, it is easier to think about them as as subdivided. You, right. They subdivide right. the five into three, two, or two, three, depending on how, depending on where the emphasis, with the groove falls. Right. Right. Um, so this one, because it's jazz, it's it's not as kind of clearly defined as say, mm. a pop song or a yeah. rock song. Um, but I think it's definitely a one, two, three, and a one, two. Right. Um, that's true. Right? Yeah, so, it's so, one, two, three, one, two. So the one two. that is, is the, it's it's the two. Yeah, okay. That's so you point. could think of it that way, one, two, three, one, two, one, two, three, one, two. Right. Which is certainly a great, a great way to think about it. Which is well. an interesting way if you are working with strange time signatures is to think about your melody, maybe separating those into logical sections like one two three yeah, one two for sure now that might be a, a way of making it you know sound more listenable and less experimental perhaps yeah and, and and again like pay attention to the way the saxophone line in this works because it really does work with the time signature yeah. like like it always the phrase always ends on the one and 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 there's there's a there, the emphasis is the emphases in, in the saxophone line, um, you know, it would take on that three two um, sort of figure. All right, let's take a listen. So really, yeah, yeah, really with that saxophone line. Yeah, that's right. Like it's always on the four or five. Da, 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 da. And that's kind melody is something I'm wanting to talk about in an upcoming show is how very often melodies will have a call and response. Mm -hmm. So that is a call and response. Is it da 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 And then you have a response, which is da 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 Yeah, exactly. And if you divide your, if you consciously divide your melodies into that, will be stronger because humans like that that call and response so people okay, respond to that response yes the, yes absolutely because I've, I've always i've always talked about that melody is it's it's, it's kind of like a conversation right yes you know it was for the answer the question and the answer cool okay so that's take five and um this next one actually kind of surprised me this one i just discovered the the other day this song is in five four it's a taylor swift song you think of it as being very very poppy yeah um in country which generally doesn't diverge from four four six eight no not um much. so th this is this is a little bit more experimental um and a little bit more uh um a little less poppy, I suppose, but it, the piano figure in this is almost the same as Take Five. 
it's, oh, it's got a very it's got a very one two three one two um kind of piano figure and this is in five four this is in five four there okay so this one's a little bit tricky because the introduction is in four four the little okay. industrial beat thing at the beginning before the piano comes in is all in four four then she goes into five four with when the piano comes in um and then and then the verse and everything is in in five four the chorus is in five four however there's four bars of instrumental before the chorus hits that's oh. in three four. Oh wow right so I'll, I'll try and count along um mm -hmm. with that if i remember exactly where it happens so it, there is a little bit of shifting of stuff here so okay taylor swift closure Yeah, a little bit of oh, tricky wow. stuff going that's, on there. Yeah, it's really complicated. Right, yeah. right. So it's it's really interesting, but it's it certainly, I mean, come come. I'm not a big fan of Taylor Swift. I don't know a lot of her songs, but that one it it does have a lot more tension than I would expect from a Taylor Swift song. I think Taylor Swift's great. She's yeah. a huge talent, and she has like she is the master of her career. And uh, oh, for sure, she don't take no crap from nobody. She, she's a bit of my hero. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and, and she writes some incredibly catchy tunes too. Yeah, and and this one, especially the chorus, it's it's for a song in five four, like it's got yeah. a really catchy, memorable melody. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a great tune. So pretty neat stuff. Okay, and the last one um, I want to showcase in five four is is one of my favorite songs. It's a Sting, a solo Sting, um, after he, uh, the police um, uh, disbanded, um, and it's a song called Seven Days and. Um, and this again this is kind of, he's working with jazz musicians yeah. <laughs> on this thing so these guys know what they're they're doing in terms of the groove but again catchy melodies um really interesting lyrics and everything and 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 just a just a fantastic song and you never know that it's in that's it that it's in five four time unless you actually count it out any way to, to count mm. it out so yeah. all right sting seven days Well, 
It's definitely more of a challenge to count out the intro and the verse. Once yeah. that chorus comes in, then it's really clear what it is. Yeah, yeah. And often in songs like that, you can you can because the snare drum is consistent yes. on, on the four, so you can you can sort of get that meter yeah. where, where it goes. Um, yeah. So yeah, just just fantastic stuff. But again, like you, you'd never know because you're listening to the story, you're listening yeah, to yeah. The, the catchy melody, all that stuff. So it's you know, and he does some interesting things with. Um, setting up a line, line, and then finishing it off. Uh -huh. That's that's he does a lot of some really cool stuff, especially later on in his career. Yeah, um, which is a really as opposed to having it, you know, banged on the end of a your verse. It's like you set up your verse, and then you the word that kind of summarizes that verse is kind of two bars, two beats after. It's, yeah, yeah, it's quite handy. Yeah, no, cool. he's he's very crafty that way. For I think sure. he'll do well. Yeah, yeah, he'll do all right. <laughs> if he ever wants to be on the show, you just yeah. have to fill out the form. Yeah, Sting, if you're listening, you put in your qualifications and uh, we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> have, a, have, our, have our review board yeah. review stuff and then, yeah, get back to you. Yeah. <laughs> our people will talk to your people. <laughs> your people? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we are people. We had people. We had people. <laughs> you don't know what the hell happened. All right. All right. Moving on to the seven fours. Okay. So th th this one surprised me a little bit too. Um, Philosopher Kings, kind of a. Canadian yeah. R and B kind of bluesy. I don't know how you would how you exactly describe them. Mm. You know, um, again, not not a huge fan, but I, I have one of their albums, and and this one kind of stood out to me. I was like, wait a minute, that's in seven four. <laughs> so let's let's count out seven four. What is seven four like? So seven four again. It's it's often better to think about it as three four plus four four or four four plus three four. So one, two, three, one, two, three, four. One, two, three, one, two, three, four. Or one, two, three, four, one, two, three. One, two, three, four, one, two, three. It's, it, it's pretty rare. You, you have to get into some really esoteric stuff before you get a seven, four that doesn't have an emphasis on the three or four right. of, of, of the seven. Um, I think our, our oh, I, you, yeah. I, I think our friend uh, uh, Frank Horvat the first time the very first time he came on uh, our, our podcast had a seven four song where you couldn't find a downbeat yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah and it was right. just, it was just so weird that it was like where is this thing right. going and 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 he set it up that way and it was deliberate and yeah, and, yeah. It's, and it's cool yeah. because of that um, but uh, certainly you know in the in the more the more poppy you get then you, you do kind of songwriters tend to divide up that space right. Um, and, uh, the, the, this philosopher's song, philosopher King song out of the blue, um, I forget the way it's grouped, but we'll, we'll count it out <laughs> over the song and we'll, we'll figure it out. Four, one, two. 
folks that were keeping track there in in the pre-chorus it's a seven four bar plus an eight four bar so eight quarter notes right you you could look at that as two bars of four four but i think yeah. in, in this context if you're counting seven you may as well just count yeah, eight, eight right, that's right. you're gonna go to the seven anyway so seven four plus a, a bar of eight four plus a bar of seven four uh plus the next three bars are eight four and then it goes into the chorus right. back to seven four for the for the entire year of the quarter right so which is nice it can, the eight you know the eight four makes it feel it gives it a bit of a a bit of a release yeah from the um seven four just because seven four can be a bit jarring and it's just it 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 sets up it gives it a nice contrast and then it sets up the next verse which is really nice yeah yeah for sure it, it does it does it, it's a nice um it is a nice transition into the chorus for, for i mean it is different than the verse obviously with the yes, different yes. time signature the different melody yeah. everything like that but it all but you're right it also um relieves a little bit of the tension from the verse yeah just a little bit of it and then the chorus even though it's back in seven four it does feel a little bit more resolved yeah um just by virtue of the melody and the and the and the rhyme and everything like that so, so that's yeah. seven four yeah mostly okay. mostly seven four yeah well that's true. yeah <laughs> Okay. Uh, next up is is one of the songs that that people typically uh, mention when they talk about on, odd time signatures. Peter Gabriel's Salisbury Hill, mm. and um, th this song is interesting because the entire song is in three four, but we were talking about the division of of, of seven four. Did I just say three four? Yeah. The entire song is in seven four. Seven. Okay. <laughs> but the. Um, that doesn't like thirteen something or something. No, no, certainly not. It, okay. it, it's certainly certainly seven. But what, what may what may take you for a bit of a throw right at the beginning is is how we're talking about the division. You either do three plus four or four plus three right. to get to your seven. In the intro, the emphasis is three plus four, so it's a one two three one two three four, and then. Once he starts singing in the verse, then it switches and it becomes a four four plus three four. So then, then ah, it becomes then right. the emphasis switches. So it's like one, two, three, four, one, two, three. One, two, three, four, one, two, three. Right, right. And actually, I didn't even notice this until I, I listened to it more carefully just the other day when in preparation for the show. There are actually two four four bars at the very end of the chorus. 
Interesting. I mean, okay. When he gets to the, the very last two bars of the chorus, he goes into 4-4 four, four for two bars to, again, to, to relieve that tension, to really make it feel like you're landing at, at the end. Because the end, the end of this chorus is a very, very grounded landing sort of That's spot, true. That's, yes. Right? And and I think that that's part of it is it goes back to something more expected in the 4-4 four, four, right. and then goes back into the 7-4 um, when he goes into the next verse. Okay. So let's take a listen. Peter Gabriel, Salisbury Hill. One, two, three, one, two, three, four. One, two, three, one, two, three, four. Two, three, one, two, three, four. Yes, that works. And again, that breaking up the tension between the uh, the seven four. Yeah, yeah. What a masterfully written little tune. Yeah, yeah. It's just great. And the melody at that in that last section just flows really beautifully and lands. And then I think sometimes the, the two eighth notes at the end of the verse can throw it off. Sometimes some throw people off a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because you, you hear that bass drum and you kind of follow it along, but that's yeah, and it's two eighth notes as opposed to three four. You know? Yeah, yeah. Well, well that, that if anything, that's your cue that the next downbeat is is next, right? <laughs> right, which is pretty cool. Okay, and um, following up with Peter Gabriel, Genesis, of, of course, which um, Peter Gabriel used to be the uh, lead singer of Genesis before he, before he went solo. Um, and this this, this is Genesis uh, with Phil Collins um, singing lead. Uh, Turn it on again, which is a really cool song. It it starts out with just with just a hi hat and a, and a muted guitar thing, and uh and and it's and it's mostly four four in the beginning. I think there's a two four bar before the main riff comes in, something like that. Okay, but the main riff of this song, which is really really catchy, and this was on a radio. This this, this is a pop song. Is it, it, it's four bars long. It's four four plus two four plus four four plus three four. Yeah, do that again. Four four plus two four, and then four four plus three four. Okay, so one two three one two three four one two one two three four one two three. Yikes! Okay, yeah, and but it's a really catchy riff. But then when he gets when they get into the the pre-chorus where he sings, "I can show you," then then they then they go into a straight four four, right backbeat kind of thing. So really inventive um, riff and uh, a really cool song. One of my favorite Genesis songs. Um, turn it on again. Mm 
So here we're still in 4-4. Tune. Yeah, and again, you wouldn't even think of it. Yeah, just because he's he's he's. I mean, Phil Collins is drumming here too, right? So he's he yeah. knows what he's doing. It's just he's he's literally driving it like it's a four four beat. But right. then, but then the three four at the end, just like an extra snare snare, and then and then move on to the next bar. Like it's really. It would be interesting to know how they wrote this. Was this like sort of a riff that he came up with, and then a melody, and they sort of realized this is what what it was, or. You know, was it more a conscious? I don't know. Um, I mean, like it is. It is kind of a. It is kind of a catchy. Oh yeah. And you could hold on to that thing for four beats, like yeah. did in the intro. Right. You know, you could do that. Yeah. yeah. Right. But they decided to cut it off half. Right. Half the rest, and then again, and then and then make it odd. So right. So neat. One, two, three, four, one, two, one, two, three, four, one, two, three. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's basically the riff. And and when when I, when I was a teenager, I had the sheet music for this. Yeah. So it, it it lined up the, the time signatures for me. Like I, right. I, that's how I know it's that. Oh, okay. No, and no. not and not six four plus seven four. <laughs> yeah, that, well, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> and and again, maybe maybe that's the easy piano version, but it's like yeah. It, again, that's the easier. It's clear though. I think, it, I think it's that's clearer. It is. Yeah. It, 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 it is. It is clear that that's the way it is. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay, we're going to go back to Sting. Now we're going to get into 9-4. 9-4. Okay, okay, how do you count out 9-4? So 9-4, again, you can think of it as 4 plus 5 or 5 plus 4. Or you can, it, it, traditionally, 9-4 is 3-3-3. Three, three, three. So it could, in, in, in like classical music, oh, okay. a 9-4 would typically be like a 1-2-3-2-2-3-3-2-3. 1-2-3-2-2-3-3-2-3. That would be more like a 9-8. But 9-4, again, again, depending on the tempo, you know, could be a 1-2-3-4. One, 1-2-3-4-5. Two, one, two, one, two, right. Or the reverse. 1-2-3-4-5. One, two, three, four, five. One, two, three, four. One, okay, two, right. Three, okay. four, five. Right. Um, so this is a sting song again, solo sting, um, uh, called I Hung My Head. Um, it's entirely in nine four, and uh the there's a little arpeggiated guitar thing that that really you you just follow that and you can you can figure out the nine four pretty easily. Um and uh yeah, sounds a little something like this. Early one morning, with time to kill, I borrowed Jeb's rifle and sat on the hill. I saw a low rider crossing the plain. 
three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. One, two, three, five, six, seven, eight, nine. My brother's rifle went off in my hand. The shot rang out across the land. The horse he kept running, the rider was dead. I hung my head, I hung my head. I said I'm running. That one's a little bit more. It's it's not, to me. It's actually a very flowing kind of. It is. Four. Yeah. It doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't have a strong emphasis and a small strong division between the four and the yeah, five. Yeah, that is true. It, yeah. it is kind of a flowing nine. So it's a really it's a really unique song. That's that an way. interesting song. Yeah, and well, it it doesn't hold a lot of. Do you feel like it holds a lot of tension? The ninth, the nine. No, it doesn't actually, because I, I think the tension would come if you do divide it up. Hmm. And because it's not really clearly divided up into into four four and then you know five four or five four and then four four, it tends to be just kind of this long sort of uh, phrase. Yeah. Whereas I think there would be more tension, and that's maybe one of the reasons you use a time signature like that is that you want to have some kind of tension and and not tension in a necessarily a bad thing but just sort no. of tension or dy- dynamicism dynamicism dynamics 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 yeah. uh, did not did not did dynamicism um sure <laughs> today is um no, vocabulary talk next week but <laughs> um yeah so you, it, like the, the melody would have more a different kind of dynamics if you play off those two sort of um time signature um, off each other. Like yeah. Four and then four yeah. Four. I think I think you're absolutely right because then it would be more. You you would get the jarring. You would get the, yeah. the tension between the two things. Yeah, for sure. And and that can be a great way. That way you start off. You set up your your call or your response. So your call is one, two, three, four, five, and your response is one, two, three, four. Yeah. You know, melodically. So. Right. His melodies were again very yeah, flowing. Long, yeah. Yeah. Very long. Which and... he did in the other song. Like his melodies were not. Um, they were. Very, they really explored the whole uh, dynamics of the full measure as opposed to the sectional measure. Mm. As you know, where 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 take five really does make use of those two sections. Da, 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 dum, yeah. Dum, yeah. Dum. Yes, you know, there's got those two very clearly differentiated parts of the melody. Right, right. Um, so, so yeah, many yeah. ways to do it. It's yeah, good. yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's a fascinating thing once you kind of get your head into it. And you're like, wow, there's lots of possibilities. Yeah, and sure. you know, it's it's easy when you, we set up our jaws for four four, and you go to town, and everything is four <laughs> four because it's like, well, it's all there. Yeah, exactly, and everything's 120 beats because that's yeah. all <laughs> tempo. <laughs> okay, um, and uh, we can't have a discussion about songwriting without the Beatles, so. Here comes the sun, one of uh, George Harrison's songs, and um, and it, it, here comes the sun again. Most of it, I think, is in four four, um, but there is that middle section, and again, this is where he ramps up the tension before he right. goes into the yeah. into the last verse, right? And it's it's goofy. There's a lot of weird stuff going on in here. There's there's after the the last or the second last here comes the sun do 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 here comes the sun and i say it's all right it's four bars of three eight so three eighths notes so one two three one two three one two three one two three uh one bar of two four so one and two and one bar of four four one two and three and four and 
And then another bar of two four with with accents. You can we're going to put a, we're going to put a link in in the show post to the little sheet music article that that talks about this. Um, the bum bum da da dum is two four. So one two one two three. So it's a two four followed by a three eight. <laughs> so it's and 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 then he gets into the sun sun sun. Here it comes and repeats that four times, and. It, <laughs> This gets really, really goofy. So it's like one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three, four, five, one, two, three, four, one, two, one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three, four, five, one, two, three, four, one, two, one, two, three. Like it's goofy, but it's so catchy. You don't know it. Um, and it's super melodic and and you just you just love the song regardless, right? So yeah. Um, so I'm just going to fast forward to that section because um, we all know here comes the sun. Yes. And we'll get we'll we'll get uh, a, a copyright on uh, YouTube for this. But yeah. hey. Oh, <laughs> That's weird. Let's 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 do that one again. So let's let's maybe count it through a bit more. Okay, sure. That's four Well, you never, I never realized how funky the tuning gets at the end of there. Like, oh yeah, <laughs> kind of like, oh that's that's a wee bit tangy. I don't remember yeah, yeah. that tangy. Yeah, it's like, right. hmm. yeah. So that's that's a super fascinating song, and and of course the Beatles. This is off Abbey Road. There's a lot of time signature changes in Abbey Road. Yeah. It's it's going all over the place a lot of the time. Um, yeah, which is one of the things that makes it one of my oh, probably my favorite Beatles album for sure. Of course, yeah. Um, yeah, just superb. And but again, you'd never know it. It's just it's a great melody. Yeah, you just get lost in it. And that's the idea. And, and, and that is are. the idea, you yeah. know. And he does repeat it like six times because if you do want to count it out, you'd be like, okay, I need I need those six times yeah. <laughs> to try and dissect this thing. Um, but again, we're gonna have a link to the to the to, to a little article that shows the sheet music, so you can you can follow along. Um, yeah. Even if you don't know how to read sheet music, you can tell. You know, these notes are happening. Yeah, you'll get the idea. Actually. You'll get the idea. Okay, so the last song that I have queued up here is uh, Arcade Fire, Modern Man. So this song is mostly in 9-4. Mm-hmm. 
nine four. Okay. Uh, there is a part where he where he sings uh, makes me feel like, uh, and at that point uh, they switch to eight four for two bars, and then they go back to nine four. So it almost seems random because it's like it's like in the it's not quite in the middle of the verse. It's like actually kind of isn't. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's like it's like an odd placement, but um, do they divide up the nine four? Yeah, the nine four it definitely even even in the, it was, as soon as the song starts in the introduction, you can feel that last beat almost as if it's a leftover. Like okay. it's like one two three four one two three four. One, yeah. <laughs> it's like where, where did that extra beat go? Because it's kind of they just kind of hold on to it, and, right, and, right. and then bring in the one again. So it, it almost seems like this this song maybe could have worked in four four would have been perfectly fine, but yeah. it's almost like they went another way just to make it a little bit odd. Um, but yeah, so let's uh, let's take a listen. Arcade Fire, Modern Man. Kind of that wrong. I think it's only one one bar of eight four there. Or I... let's play that yeah. one again. Okay, <laughs> that's that is a bit. So so um, nine four is one two three four one two three four five. Yeah, and then that is how they're dividing this up for sure. Right, so four and then five. Four and then five. Okay. Um, and then when you get to the eight four, you can just count it as four four. Okay. That's up to you. Three, three, three bars of four, four. Three bars of four, 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 In their tags, I always call those tags, those musical sort of, you know, yeah. intros. I always refer to those as tags. I, yeah, yeah, sure, sure. I don't know why. No, that's great. But sure. um, that, I think some people might do, you know, like a 4-4 four, four for the tag and then do uh, like a 9-4 for the verse. And then sort of yeah. dividing it up or something. But right, uh, right. The, it's really clear. Um, the 9-4 is really clear actually in their tag. Yeah. Um yeah. So yeah, interesting, interesting stuff. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, and that one's that one is an odd song. Like I've always I've always listened to that one, and I'm always trying to find the downbeat, and, yeah. and I can never guess where it's going to fall because it always it shifts most of the time, and then that one part it doesn't shift. <laughs> they always do interesting stuff, you know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. That's great. Okay, so that's all I had. I mean, there are many, many, many songs with odd time signatures out yes. there. So you know, feel free, listeners. You know, Google. You know, pop songs with odd time signatures. If you get into progressive rock or math metal or anything or tool, yeah. it's all <laughs> odd time signatures. <laughs> yeah, so this what's your favorite odd time signature or a yeah. song is or or a, a, an odd time signature song that made you go, oh, I get it. Or you know. yeah, for sure. Yeah, where you really understood it, or one that or one that just you know something's kind of funny about it, but you can't quite put your finger on it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> right. Um, cause there's a lot, I mean, you know, the, I, I deliberately didn't pick any rush songs cause there's yeah. many rush songs in odd time signatures as ones that change every measure. Yeah. Um, yeah. it could sound garden does a bunch of odd time signatures yeah. that I'm a big fan of. Um, yeah, there's, there's a lot, there's a lot of songs out there. Um, so definitely, definitely play around with it. And, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe that's, maybe that's a songwriting challenge. One of these days is that's true. Is well, a really song and non signature. It won't be a challenge for me. I released a whole EP yeah, two, three years ago <laughs> with all time signature songs. If I've done any, anything. Cause I don't know if three, four counts. I'm in, in North America. Well, most, a lot of people never do anything on four or four. I don't know if I've ever done anything in four or four. I mean, I've done in three, four, you mean? I've done sort of freeform electronic stuff, but I can't huh. do it. Um, <laughs> I've always done stuff and such a uh, unapologetic, unapologetically pop focus. So yeah, yeah, for sure. Which I'm definitely which... tied to four uh, four. But I should, that would be a great uh, challenge, I think. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think so. So yeah. So what can we um, wrap up for what we've learned about this is. Odd time signatures are often made up of smaller sub sections. So yeah. in five, four would be one, two, three, one, two, three, four, five. Yeah. One, two, three, four, five. Um, so you can divide, divide your melodies up with that. Mm -hmm. Six, eight is one, two, three, four, five, six. One, two, three, four, five, six. Yep. Right. And then um, seven, four is four, four, and three, four. Mm hmm. So three, four, so one, two, three, four, one, two, three, one, two, three, four, one, two, three. Yeah. Or one, two, three, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, one, two, three, four. Yeah. So, you know, when you're counting these things out, sometimes it's easier to count them in, in sort of divisions, especially if the melody is reflected in that. Yeah, and 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 is a, and it's a good way to develop your melodies. Yes. Um, in in those sorts of divisions, that way you're not you're not thinking necessarily of a full seven or a full nine. Yeah, and that way it might sound a bit more natural and, and maybe not as forced. And sometimes when you're, mm -hmm. especially when you're experimenting with a new mode or a new uh, time signature, it is going to be forced because you are forcing it. Yeah. But by sort of making use of those natural divisions, it might be a little bit less forced. Yeah, I, I I think so. That's that's probably true. Yeah, but definitely play around with it. You know, um, I think most uh, you can set up your DAW to count a metronome. Yes, you or you can. I don't know. You can find a you can find a a loop or a beat a beat maybe that's in five four or seven four. It's, it's yeah, I'm sure they're out there. Oh yeah, oh definitely, <laughs> definitely. But your DAW will do that. And actually, 
most stars will come with some kind of loops in most of the time signatures. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You can look, you know, usually they have some sort of search function. Right. And um, yeah, that would be um, that would be good. Well, I I certainly learned a lot from this. Cool. Yeah. 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 Me too. I I, I, I thought I knew how these songs were divided, and some of them actually surprised me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was like, whoa! I didn't realize that was actually in there. Well, so, and yeah. and you know that like that. Um, um, arcade fire song, which has so many oh. different bits to it. Yeah, that, that one is so that, that one that one takes me for a throw every time. It's just yeah, like, yeah. whoa, what's what's going on here? <laughs> it's a little odd. Okay. Yeah. All right. So uh that's about all we have um for the show tonight. Um so special thanks to all the songs in odd time signatures. You uh, thanks guys. Thanks guys, you know who you are. Uh yeah. we want to hear from you. So send us your comments, Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram to at Song Talk Radio, send us an email, feedback at songtalk.ca. Let us know your favorite song in an odd time signature. We'd love that. Also, be sure to check out our YouTube channel for live performance videos and full episodes and subscribe today to the Song Talk Radio podcast on your favorite podcast provider. You can find links to all the products, books, and web services we mentioned on the show on our resources page on the website. And please join us our next monthly Song Talk meetup, whether you're in Toronto for our in-person meetups or anywhere in the world for our online meetups. It's free to join on meetup.com and free to attend. Bring a song and a lyric sheet and get constructive feedback from other songwriters. Stop by songtalk.ca for the link. You can follow me at neilmodi.com and Phil. How about philemory.ca? How about it? How about it? Why not? <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. Be sure to stop by the website, songtalk.ca, to browse past shows and find out how you can be a guest. Thanks for tuning in and keep, keep on, on writing. You have to be in person yeah. to do it. <laughs> We'll, we'll, we'll just sample that and we'll put that in on the <laughs> we'll, we'll sample it into an odd time signature. <laughs>